There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Michael Reed on LMFM. Now, let's talk about uh, the Extinction Rebellion week-long protest uh, that is taking place in 60 capital cities around the world, including Dublin, where Katrina Kenny is. Uh, she's a member of Extinction Rebellion and on the line with us now. And a very good morning to Katrina, and uh, thanks uh, for joining us here on the programme uh, this morning. Uh, what kind of reception have you received so far? Hi, Michael. Um, I suppose I've had a mixed reception. I was on the barricade at 5am yesterday morning and mostly positive responses. There were some angry people um, who wanted to get to work, but once I calmly explained to them that there was diversions in place and that they could access the road a different way and that there was path access and all that sort of stuff, people... Mm seemed okay about it. <laughs> okay, most of them anyway, as you say. Uh, yeah. t- t- tell us why you decided to go out protesting on uh, the streets of Dublin at five o'clock I- in the morning. Uh, what's uh, the incentive for you? Well, I suppose my mother gives out to me. I have four children from 12 to 2 and uh, I suppose how I feel is desperate. I feel so scared for the future for them and um tried all the letter writing, all the kind of reading, talking to my husband about potentially moving somewhere higher off the ground and all that sort of stuff. And it's not a dramatic thing to say that climate change is happening, man-made climate change is happening, and that there's going to be lots of consequences to that that are going to impact all our lives in the very near future. And all the science is pointing that way. So I felt like, oh, I needed to do something that gave me a little bit of hope. Mm. And for me, the idea, like watching the kind of news last year, seeing Extinction Rebellion in the UK seen lots and lots of people out in the streets. I was hoping that it would be replicated here. Um, and that the bigger the bigger the crowd, the bigger the voice, the, the sooner the government would have to listen and to act on the climate emergency that they've declared, you know? Have you ever done anything like this before? Are you a regular protester or...? Um, I mean, uh, yeah, I do go, I do go to protest, mm-hmm. but I, I'd be selective about what I go to. I don't yeah, just protest yeah. everything, you mm-hmm. know? Um you know, my husband works in the pharmaceutical industry. I'm a childminder. I'm back in college now studying climate change. It's not like I sit at home thinking, what can I disrupt next? You know, I, I, there are certain causes that I feel quite strongly about. Like, for example, last week I would have stood outside the doll about the Shannon LNG thing that was going through um, in, in Brussels where the government are putting it on a, on a special list so that it wouldn't have to go through regular planning things. You know, that. Mm. Ireland has back banned fracking um, because of the impacts on human health and environmental health. Mm. And yes, we're planning to import, import fracked gas from America. Gas, yes, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's what. It, like, so as I say, it's not like I'm just a, 
a negative naysayer that wants to sit and give out about things. But I do think that we have a very small window of time to act um, to kind of mitigate the problems that are going to come down the line um, with climate change. We mm. saw it last year when it was snowing. <laughs> I remember going down to Little and there being no food on the on the shelves. And you kind mm. of go, well, if, if, if snow can do that, what are food shortages going to do? What are wars and resources going to do? Uh, it, it, it scares me and it scares me for my children's future. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not sure everybody sees it that way. I'm sure you heard uh, what Boris Johnson had to say. Uh, he described members of uh, Extinction Rebellion as uncooperative crusties who should stop blocking the streets of the capital with uh, their heaving hemp smelling bivouacs. <laughs> well, I, to be honest, that makes me laugh because. Well, I, I, it's too early in the morning for me to give my opinion on Boris Johnson. But I do think that, particularly in Extinction Rebellion Ireland, and, and in the UK, not that I know anybody personally, but there are surgeons, there are business owners, there are, you know, a massively diverse crowd of people involved. Really interesting, intelligent people. I mean, I was speaking with the guards this morning and they, they said the same thing. They said there's a really intelligent group of people here who who are <laughs> genuinely scared for the future and want the government to listen and to act on the climate emergency that they declared. Like that's the that's the big thing for me. It's like the word emergency. If I said to my kids, Oh it's an emergency, get out of the house and they all just sat there, mm. I'd kind of be quite confused. Mm. But a, a climate emergency has been declared. But what does that actually mean? Yeah, well, what do you think it means to most people? Because I, I think everybody wants to save the planet, but nobody wants to pay for it. No, that is true. And I, I mean, I absolutely don't uh, think that people should be punished because the climate is breaking down. But I do think that we all have a part to play in this. And even if it is putting pressure on the government, that's, that's one thing that we can do. Ireland is an exceptional country for kind of innovation and we've great soil, we have, we're surrounded by water and wind. We, there's a lot of opportunities for us to be leaders in kind of environmental issues. Mm. Um, but there doesn't seem to be, I think people, and I'd like to feel this way myself, to be honest. I'd like to feel like we have loads of time, like this isn't an emergency. Like I was doing for my homework for college there, I was reading the IPCC report again and kind of going, oh, I wish I didn't believe this. <laughs> I wish 98% of scientists didn't believe this. Um, that Things like sea level rise and food shortages and war on resources, they are all coming down the line. Mm. And I suppose that the more people that realise that, the more maybe we can do something about it. Um, uh, I don't know how much... Mm. There, there is a certain level of uh, awareness, uh, Katrina, and uh, there's a lot of people who would say that they're fully uh, aware of the emergency uh, and uh, how uh, important it is to act and act quickly, and they would fully agree with your cause, but they also have to make a, a living, and they don't understand why they're being caught up in your protest. Yeah, and I, I completely understand that, but I do think that those people need to question how they're going to make a living when the future that we're heading towards is going to happen. Like, you know, there isn't going to be business on a dead planet. And I I know that's a very dramatic thing to say, but it's true. And I think we need to slow down a little bit and and, and be smart about how we act and the pressure that we put on the government to to make decisions in our interest. Mm. You know, uh, like it's in our interest to give uh, grants to farmers to reforest their land because that would provide us with oxygen you know that like that sort of stuff things that make sense 
Mm. Like public transport, in my opinion, should be free. Um, public transport should be heavily invested in. Like cars shouldn't really be able to block up the traffic in Dublin. Like simple things like that, or like roads should be safer for cycling. Things that will make your life easier. Like I personally, with my four kids, would rather not, you know, have to stand up on a bus that's that's packed full of people, stuck behind a load of cars on the keys. But that's that's often what ends mm. up happening. But Do you it, know what it, I mean? Is this event in Dublin having any impact? Is it putting any pro, uh, any pressure <laughs> on, on government? I, I mean, it's been a, a very small turnout, uh, yeah, I think, relative I, I, uh, to I other cities. I think more people were arrested in London than attended in Dublin. Yeah, and I, I mean, I'm to be honest, I'm disappointed. I was mm. disappointed yesterday, and I went. I I didn't camp. I cycled home to my kids because they wanted me to bring them to school this morning. And I, and I was disappointed that there wasn't a turnout. I think that Irish people are quite different <laughs> to English people, mm. that we, we don't tend, we tend to kind of sit on the sideline and go, oh yeah, that's, that's a good cause, but, or oh, I'd like to get involved with that, but I think that kind of a coming together needs to happen. I'm not saying that it definitely needs to be Extinction Rebellion, but mm. a coming together, and like, like with the water charges, where we came together and said no, this isn't good enough. We're not. We're not paying, or you know that sort of stuff. But there will be a big no today uh, in response uh, to the carbon tax. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I and I do hope. I mean, it doesn't have to be under the Extinction Rebellion banner, but I do hope that people mobilise and say, "Lads, come on! You need to act in our interest because mm. they're not." And it's really disappointing. Like um, pa- Pascal O'Donoghue is a parent in in the school that my children go to, and I often think, you know, do you not worry to, <laughs> about your children's futures? Mm. Do you not worry about uh, the ordinary people in Ireland because they don't really seem to be? <laughs> well, I think they'd argue otherwise, and uh, I, yeah. I think the other argument is you get what you vote for. Uh, I know, um, I agree, but I, I mean, I'm not seeing that many um, viable options out there, sadly, and that's that's. Partly because of the inaction mm. of ordinary people. I think that we do need to get out on the streets and we do need to, you know, kind of establish a different type of society. Not, like, I know that sounds very airy-fairy, mm. mm-hmm. but that's one of the things that I've seen in Extinction Rebellion, that we're trying to form a kind of an idea for the future and uh, where it's people working together, citizens' assemblies, you know, community-based outreach, all that sort of stuff that's... Um, isn't just from the top down, that it comes from the bottom up. And the Citizens' Assembly was supposed to do that, but sure, the government haven't actually listened to mm. what the Citizens' Assembly on climate came out with. You know, that, that, that most recent climate action plan is all just kind of greenwashing and, and, and words. It doesn't actually mean anything without mm. any viable action behind it. But what's wrong with from the top down? I mean, you need leadership, uh, and this comes back to the political question of you get what you vote for, uh, and uh, if there are all these brilliant uh, people who have the support of most people in Extinction Rebellion, why not put forward candidates or convince the politicians? Because if the politicians believe that that will result in votes, they're the policies they'll pursue. And yeah, that is a valid point, but I do think in Ireland, Extinction Rebellion, if if that's uh, I think it needs to grow. I think we need more people to come down. And to be honest, I'm I'm one of the family area coordinators. The the site down there in Marion Square is really beautiful. There's lovely activities on every day. There's 
you know, I have art workshops going on in the family area, lovely tent set up there, there's yoga, there's music, there was brilliant bands playing last night. I wish ordinary people would come down and, because we're ordinary people too, come down, meet extinct people from Extinction Rebellion, see what we're about, mm. rather than making judgments in the media or walking past and going, like Barra said, a uh, bunch of crusties, <laughs> because that's not the case. <laughs> you know? uh, uh, and I would, and I would yeah. invite anybody who's no. in any way concerned about the environment to come down and actually just talk to us and see see what we're about because I really think that that would make a difference. Well, you're obviously genuinely concerned. Uh, I, I mean, if you go to the length of uh, being out and protesting at five o'clock in the morning, uh, <laughs> yeah. there's uh, certainly some conviction there. Uh, uh, have you met with any politicians? Personally, I have not, but some some of the members have. Um, and hopefully we'll get an opportunity during the week. There has been an invitation to them to come down and meet with us um, and speak to us. And like, there's a political strategy team within Extinction Rebellion. There's people who are inter- like, there's people who are interested in in all forms of policy. As mm. I say, I've gone back to college now to study climate change policy, and it's an area that I'm really interested in. I'm not an expert and I'm mm. not a scientist, but I do think we have to stop and go, lads. We're <laughs> We're not doing our best for the environment and we're not doing our best for humans. And, and our, our futures depend on it. And if it costs 160 more to fill up your car tomorrow or €16 Euro to get a, a fill of oil uh, next May or whenever it is, uh, that's uh, really uh, not the approach, uh, you would argue. Personally, it's not the approach that I would argue. We shouldn't be punishing people who are already stretched. Like, how can people actually get out there and, and, and make their voices heard about the environment when they're living paycheck to paycheck or living on very little? Like, I, I understand I'm in a point, like, I'm lucky this week that I am available to get out on the streets. Not everybody is. Mm. And I was speaking to a guy yesterday from Iran who has all sorts of strong opinions about, you know, his own government. And he said they don't have a legal right to protest there. We're lucky. We have a legal right to protest here. And, uh, yeah, I suppose I think we just need numbers out on the streets. So I would ask anybody who's in any way concerned for the future of the planet to, to maybe rock up and, and, and ha- you know, find out more because there are going to be talks and trainings all week. OK, Katrina, we'll leave it there for the moment. Thank you very much for speaking to Thank us Thank you today. very Thank much, you. Michael. That's uh, Katrina Kenny, who's a, a member of Extinction Rebellion Ireland. Michael, Michael Reed on, on LMFM. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.